Welcome to Life Church. We are an ex 242 community, a family on a mission to bring the life of Jesus to Warrington. We hope you're ready to hear what God has to say to you today through His Word and by His Spirit. Morning, everybody. Are we complaining about the heat yet? <laughs> of course not. We're not British. It's far too hot. Can't wait for the winter. <clears throat> And happy Father's Day, fathers, and all our men. <laughs> I love the relationship I have with the men in this church. Um, and uh, some of it's on a deep level, some of it's on a more shallow level, which I also enjoy, the banter. And uh, on Friday at Juice, Dale said to me, what are you doing on the weekend, Jez? <laughs> I always pick on Dale, I don't know why that is. <laughs> and I said, oh, I'm preaching on Sunday, Dale. So um, I'll be preparing for that and uh, not doing much else. And he said, oh, he said, so does that mean you're getting your hair cut, Jez? Because, <laughs> because there's this standing joke that when I preach, I get my hair cut. He didn't say, I'll pray for you, or he didn't ask me what I'm preaching on. He just said, you'll be getting your hair cut then, Jez. So, so I, lo- I love that, and um, I'm, I know our men love that as well. And uh, new face on the worship band this morning, Martin, well done. And... Um, Really good, really good to see that. He's already assuming that bass guitarist sort of melancholy, cool dude. Why does the bassist always look like the coolest one on there? Everybody looks cool, but the bassist looks cooler. Well done. So yeah, What Three Words is, is a good app. And uh, the thing with What Three Words, who's used the app before? So you know of it. Um, and the thing with What Three Words is it takes you to a destination, I'll give you an example. We're going on holiday to St. Ives in a few weeks' time, really excited. And if you've ever been to Cornwall, parking is really difficult. So getting a parking space for a week is really difficult. And there's always that that stress and trauma when you arrive in Cornwall. First of all, you need to find a parking space. Well, this year we've booked a cottage, and there's a parking space that comes with the cottage. I know, you must think, Jez, you must be a multimillionaire all of a sudden. How have you managed to do that? Well, the thing is with this parking space is it's a long way away from our cottage. (laughs) So that's going to be interesting. But the way that they've told us where this parking space is, is with what three words? So they've given us three words, and that describes the three-meter square that that space is in St. Ives. So we've got postcodes, and we've got house numbers, and we've got that sort of thing. But what three words does that, that pinpoint accuracy tells me where that parking space is. And it's great because you zoom in and you can see, you know, who's done it on on, uh, Google Earth, you zoom in, you can see the Earth and it zooms into the UK, zooms into Cornwall, zooms into there and there there it is, I can see that parking space so I know exactly where I'm going to go. And the great thing about this series is that there's a destination. God's pinpointed a destination for these three words that we're going to learn about today. And, 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 and we've heard this before from, from other people, and we're going to hear more preachers about what three words, but God's got a very accurate destination for what we're going to learn about this morning. And it's going to, it's going to highlight something that you, in your life that, that you need to do something about. And we've had Nick came and preached about count the cost. Now, I wasn't here for that, and also it's not on the podcast. But I think that was challenging. Yeah, that was challenging. Ethan last week, guard your heart. Again, challenging, and three words that challenge us, yeah? So we're going we're gonna to be challenged this morning, so get ready, and um, 
uh, and we're going to have a look at that. So the three words that I'm going to speak about is live in harmony. And wasn't that time of worship great just now? Just singing in harmony with each other. And just singing Jesus, Jesus, over and over again in harmony with other people is such a great thing, such a beautiful thing to do this morning. And, uh, and, and that was so good. So we know about the word harmony, don't we? Um, and, um, and, and harmony, I think as you get older, harmony is an important word, and we learn more that harmony is important. I think when you're younger, you don't really get that harmony and that sort of thing. Um, but harmony, harmony is important. Harmony is, in, is important in our relationships. Um, we know about chaotic relationships, and we know when we're with people who we have a, a harmonious relationship with. Harmony is important in our finances. We know that if we have a, 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 a difficult situation with our finances, they go out of balance a little bit. It takes a while to get back on, on stream. So we try to put harmony into our finances. Harmony is with our body. Yeah, if we, if we like to keep fit, we know, we know if we've, eat, we've eaten something and that's not totally agreeing with us. That's not so harmony, is it? We haven't got such a harmony. Um, I played five-a-side football the other week. And, uh, you know, when lads go and play five-a-side football, we all think we're 15 again. And we go in for tackles and, and, and shots that we, uh, we no chance of completing. Um, and we hurt ourselves. And I hurt myself. And, um, and since then, I've been limping, and my ankle has been in a lot of pain. I think I've torn something or something like that. So my body's not in harmony. <laughs> There's something going on there. It's out of harmony. And so, you know, when I like to run, and, and running on that ankle is a little bit painful now. Um, but if we're in the gym, we know the harmony and momentum and that type of thing. Really, really important to our bodies. So harmony is a, is, is a word that we, we know and we, we think about. Um, there's a, a, a description, a definition of harmony on the screen. Forming a pleasing and consistent whole, um, being in agreement or concord. And there's a picture there of, of, of some singers there, and we, we know uh, what it is to sing in harmony, and we like to hear people singing in harmony. And one thing that struck me about that photo of those guys singing in harmony is that they've spent time together. They've practiced They've, they've got a relationship with each other. They know the sound that each person makes, and so and they build on that and build on that, and the harmony continues through there. They've spent time together. And it wouldn't... Um, we're going to have a sound bite now. It wouldn't, wouldn't be a preach on harmony if I didn't have a sound bite. So I want you to listen to some, something in a minute, and maybe you think I'm going to play you a bit of worship music or something like that, and there's going to be some beautiful harmony for you to listen to. Well, no... Uh, my brain works in a strange way. I want to talk to you about giraffes. Now, who knows that giraffes make a noise? Yeah, you do? Okay. I didn't know that, that giraffes made a noise. Um, and, but apparently giraffes make a noise. And I want you to listen to giraffes making a noise in a minute. And, um, and, and it's been described as a harmony, that giraffes uh, make this noise, and it's a harmony. And they make it at night. So if this sound bite's ready, do you want to play that? We can listen to the, the sound that giraffes. Seeing some of your faces there, I don't know if that made any sense at all to anybody. Um, but 
if you don't need to go away with anything else, just think about giraffes making, <laughs> making amazing noises. Um, maybe sounds like me when I'm asleep. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the word harmony isn't uncommon to us, is it? But what I want to look at today is, is how we become better at living in harmony. So we know what the word is. We know how it applies to lots of different things. But how do we live better in harmony? And we've got a scripture. We're going to Romans 12 this morning and, um, and verse 16. And I've got three translations or, yeah, translations of how this verse in Romans 12. So it's verse 16 of Romans 12. And in the NIV, it says, live in harmony with one another. Do not be proud, not be willing to associate with people of low position. Do not be conceited. And then in the NLT, we have live in harmony with each other. Don't be too proud to enjoy the company of ordinary people. And don't think you know it all. Is that challenging anybody this morning? <laughs> and in the Amplified, uh, live in harmony with one another. Do not be haughty, which means conceited, self-important, exclusive. But associate with humble people. Remember that word, humble? Associate with humble people, those with a realistic self-view. Do not overestimate yourself. We could probably stop there, couldn't we, and all go home. But, uh, but it's good to see different translations of, of, this, of this amazing text. Romans 12 is so rich, and we're going to read it now um, and, uh, and, and go into a, a bit more detail. Um, but I'm, I've got three points to, to go through this morning. And we're going to read Romans 12, but I just want to show you what those three points are. Uh, so uh, three points. The first one is my harmony. So I'm going to look at my harmony. Uh, and that is those conversations we have with ourselves. We need to be in harmony with ourselves. Yeah? So we're going to look at that first. And then I'm going to look at your harmony. Yeah? Because who knows? You can't have a harmony if you're on your own. Yeah? If I stand in this room and try and do a harmony, that's not going to sound great. If I'm singing la, 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 that's not harmony. That's just jazz singing la, 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 isn't it? I need somebody else to be part of that harmony. And so you have a role to play here in that harmony. So I'm going to look at your harmony as well. And then the last one is our harmony. Yeah, the last point is going to be our harmony. And how do we all have uh, uh, live in harmony? Uh, and what does that mean? Okay, so let's read Romans 12, the whole lot. Um, and starting at verse 1. And it starts with this great bit about living sacrifices. It's the Apostle Paul writing to the Romans. Great. Therefore, I urge you, brothers, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good and pleasing perfect will. For by the grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the measure of faith God has given you. Just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not have all the same function, so in Christ, we who are many from, form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. We have different gifts, according to the grace given us. 
If a man's gift is prophesying, let him use it in a proportion to his faith. If it is serving, let him serve. If it is teaching, let him teach. If it is encouraging, let him encourage. If it is contributing to the needs of others, let him give generously. If it is leadership, let him govern diligently. If it is showing mercy, let him do it cheerfully. And then we have this section on love. Love must be sincere. Hate what is evil. Cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another in brotherly love. Honor one another above yourselves. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor serving the Lord. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. Share with God's people who are in need. Practice hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Mourn with those who mourn. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be proud, but be willing to associate with people of a low position. Do not be conceited. Do not repay anyone evil for evil. Be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everybody. If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Do not take revenge, my friends, but leave room for God's wrath. For it is written, it is mine to avenge, I will repay, says the Lord. On the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. In doing this, you will heap burning coals on his head. Do not overcome by evil. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Okay. Love Romans 12. So much there. And um, let's look at our first point, which is my harmony. Okay, so yeah, I've got a picture there of a man looking in a mirror. And this is, I think, where we need to look at ourselves and think about our, our harmony. And these verses from 9 to 13 really give us all the clues we need. It talks about sincere love, that our, our love should be sincere. That's not just how I'm feeling but it needs to be a sincere love. And this, this sincerity runs through all of these points. Hate evil, cling to good. We know when we're looking at something or, or we're, we're involved in something that's evil, we need to hate that. We need to move away from it. We got in the car this morning, the radio went on, and Ellie said, this is satanic. Well, okay, let's turn that off. We know when, there's, when the evil is around, don't we? And we need to run away from that, move away from that. Um, devoted to each other. Brotherly love. Father's Day, we've got some good, we're good brothers here. That brotherly love is important for, for, for men and for women, that we, that we have that relationship, uh, that we're devoted to each other. That's deep, isn't it? Like I said last week, we went away to another church, and we, we, it was lovely to see people, but it's lovely to come back here. We have a depth of relationship with people here. With love, you go, there's a deeper and deeper, the longer you spend with people, and the, 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 the deeper things you spend time talking about, there's that depth, isn't there? Full of zeal. Who's full of zeal this morning? Yeah, I always try to put a bit of zeal in. Definitely on a Monday with my team, they always need a bit of zeal as well. So uh, we get in there and we give out a bit of zeal. <laughs> uh, joyful in hope. Yeah, we're hoping for things, but we should be joyful in that, in that hope. Um, patient in affliction. We go through difficult seasons and we need to be patient through those times because God is good. Because we remember times of affliction, but God is good through that affliction. 
pray faithfully. It's a personal thing, this, isn't it? Our harmony needs to be that we pray faithfully. These are the decisions we, probably that constant conversation we're having with ourselves, I need to pray more, I need to pray more. Pray faithfully, pray faithfully. Share with God's people. Just share things. It doesn't have to be deep. Me and Nick share garden tools. It's great. <laughs> I've got loads in my garage. I need to give them back to him. But share, share things with God's people. It's great. Don't buy loads of stuff, but there's always somebody that's got one. Borrow it off them, but give it back to them. And hospitality. We had a lovely meal last night round with Rebecca and Martin. And, and we should be like that, shouldn't we? As, as people think about hospitality, let's have some people around. Let's get over the fact that maybe our dining room needs decorating or something like that. Just be hospitable to people. Have, bring people around and, and have, uh, spend time with them. <laughs> it's okay, Doreen. And I wrote one down here, humility, humble. We, we read about being humble, didn't we? And I think that's a decision we, we have to make for ourselves. In, our, in my harmony, I need to be humble. I need that humility in my life every step of the way. So that's my first point, is my harmony. And now we're going to look at your harmony. So, do you feel convicted this morning? And in verse 15, we have these, uh, these words, rejoice with those who rejoice. And in verse 21, overcome evil with good. And this is our relationship with other people. There's a picture there. There's a couple of people having a chat, getting on with each other. But, but again, we need to, 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 to have that harmony with other people. We need to be open, willing to work together. When we serve God, we're working, aren't we? We are starting to, to, to work together, and we have to be willing to do that. We might not always want to do that. It's hard enough being paid to work together, let alone come to church and work with people. But we have to be able to do that. We have to, 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 to bring that harmony in. And sacrifice. Time is our biggest thing, isn't it? And we need to sacrifice time. And, uh, and that's always a struggle to know about sacrificing maybe, maybe other things. But sacrifice of time, I think, uh, for me, with other people, uh, is always a challenge. I need to spend that time with somebody. I need to go for that coffee. Uh, I need to send that text to somebody. So it's sacrifice some time for people. And love people we really don't want to love. It's difficult. You know, we, we sometimes think, do I really want to do that? Do I really want to reach out? That's difficult, but that's a challenge for us. It's a two-person thing. I need to spend time with this person. I need to do it. They don't really, they're not really the sort of person I want to spend time with, but I need to do it, and I need to, to have that harmony. And be uncompromising. What does that mean? Um, Ellie's friend came down. Ellie's moved back in, by the way. So here she is. Happy Father's Day. Ellie's friend came down on Friday. Uh, she's visiting from Nottingham. And Ellie went to the beach with her friends, her Christian friends, and they all spent time together. Uh, and they came back, and then the, the Ellie's friend went back to Nottingham. And one thing she said to Ellie before she left was, your life is wholesome, but boring. <laughs> and, and now I've seen Ellie's Instagram feed, and she is not boring. Yeah, but what that person meant was there was that wholesome, but it felt a little bit boring to her. But that's uncompromising, and that's great to see in our youth. 
Yeah, that there's that non-compromising. We're not going to take that step. We're not going to go that little bit further. We're going to have a good time. We're going to get on with each other. But we're just not going to do those things that, that the world thinks is boring. But, but we're going we're gonna to stay in that uncompromising state. And that's great. And we should encourage that in our youth, shouldn't we? And well done, Ellie, for doing that. And dealing with that comment as well that came back, wholesome but boring. It's not boring at all. Wholesome is good. And, and, and being uncompromising is really, really important. One other thing I put on there was reliable. We need to be reliable. Uh, I went through a few years of my life where I just wasn't reliable. I was in church, and I loved church, and I wanted to get involved with lots of things, but I just wasn't reliable. And I didn't really realize that I wasn't being reliable. I would just think, somebody said, oh, let's go and do this. And I'd say, yeah, yeah, I'll see you there. And I just wouldn't turn up. And, and, and I didn't realize that I was doing that. I just thought that's what everybody else did. But then slowly, people started to move away from me. And I didn't get invited to those things. And I didn't get asked to do things. And I, I had to sit down with myself and say, why, why aren't I getting invited to these things? Why aren't I being in included in these things? And it was because I wasn't reliable. And I had to make a decision to say, right, Jez, you need to sort this out. If you say you're going to do something, you need to turn up and do it. And my yes has to be yes, and my no has to be no. Because I do get stretched in other places, and sometimes I have to say to people, no, I can't do that. But my no needs to be no. But my yes, if I say yes to somebody that I'm going to do it, have to be reliable. So our, how, how, uh, your harmony with me needs to be those things. Yeah? Great. So my last point is about our harmony. Uh, when I go to 1 Peter 2, and um, a life group on Tuesday, uh, we've got a great lady in our life group called Julia, and she brought the word this week to our life group. And she talked about this, this verse in 1 Peter 2, living stones. Um, and I'd like to read those verses and Julia is a big, she's got a great hobby, and she collects pebbles from beaches and other things as well. And she brought stones along, little pebbles, stones that she'd picked up from the beach. And she, she described to us about those pebbles. And we've been, all been on a beach, haven't we, when, there's, when the pebbles are there, and you can hear the noise they make as the sea brings them in and brings them back out again. And the pebbles are round, and they're a little bit cracked, and they're a little bit broken, some of them, but they're all kind of rubbed against each other, and, and they're, they're that round, lovely shape. And when they're in the water, they look amazing. The color of them looks fantastic, because they're in that water, but they're in that moving. They're going through things. There's big waves, there's small waves, storms, calm. And she brought another bag of stones, and they were the ones that had been left up on the beach. They were all dry and salty and white and dusty, and, and, and those stones weren't in the water, so they didn't look that alive and, and like that. And it's a beautiful picture of us as a community, as living stones, uh, uh, that, that was just a really, really lovely thing to share with us. So let's just read those uh, verses from 1 Peter 2. And there's some great stuff here as well about living in harmony. Therefore, rid yourselves of all malice and all deceit, hypocrisy, envy, and slander of every kind. Like newborn babies, crave pure spiritual milk, so that by it you may grow up in your salvation, now that you have tasted what the, that the Lord is good. 
As you come to him, the living stone, rejected by men, but chosen by God and precious to him, you also, like living stones, are built into a spiritual house to be a royal priesthood, offering spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. We're living stones. And we've all come together at this time. Many of our journeys have led us to this point to be stones, living stones in this room together. And we've got marks on us and scars on us and we've, we've ended up in this place and we're a little bit rounded. But we are those living stones that, that, uh, that Peter's speaking about here. And we're built into a spiritual house to be a royal priesthood. So let's look at our harmony. And uh, you might recognize some people in this photo. This is a picture of um, Bethel, Orford Church, a service there. And that captures so much great stuff about Life Church praise and worship. Quite a simple gathering of people, but Holy Spirit is there, and people worshiping. And we need to do this. This is our harmony. Meet together regularly. Giving. We've got envelopes on chairs this morning. Take giving seriously. Every payday, we give before we spend anything else. And we make a point of doing that. And that is, that harmonizes our finances like nothing else. Because we give, first of all, and then we know what's left for the rest of the month. And that harmony then continues through because we've given what we can, and, and that is a really, really lovely thing. And, and we, should, we, should, we should take giving seriously. Serving. This is a great church for serving. There's no way that anybody here can say you're not given an opportunity to serve in this church. There is so much we can do, and we need to step out, we need to sacrifice time, and we need to serve. Because that contributes to the whole, doesn't it? We read those verses um, about uh, in verse 4. One body, many members. Uh, we're, not the, we're not all the same function of that body, but we belong to the others. Yeah? We belong to each other this morning, church. Praising God. We love to praise God. And, uh, and, and that is part of our harmony. And like I said this morning, this worship was so good. Contributing to the, the, the way that we do church, uh, on, on lots of different ways, and encouraging other people as well. It's so important to encourage other people, even though we don't feel like doing that. Maybe we're in a different place, but encouraging other people is so important. Send that text, spend that time, have that word with somebody, tell them they're doing great, tell them you're praying for them, and, uh, and, uh, and do that. And just to, just to come into land, um, the model of this is Jesus. He mourned with people, story of Lazarus. When Lazarus died, he mourned with them. Of course, we know Jesus turned that situation around. But he went to that funeral and he mourned with people. And that's what it says in, in, in Romans as well. Mourn with those that mourn. He celebrated with people. Jesus celebrated with people at the, the wedding when he turned the water into wine. He associated with people who were seen as low, lower in the community, tax collectors, lepers, those people. Jesus associated with them. 
part of his ministry, part of what he wanted to show people. He wanted to show people that that is a good thing to do. He never took revenge. He went to the cross. No revenge at all. And then he overcame evil with good. He triumphed over death and the empty tomb. So as we, as we think about that, I want to respond to God this morning. Um, I'm going to pray now. Hopefully this is taking you to a destination, a specific destination that, that you need to do something about, that you want to work on. We've come to the end of this week's message. We hope you've been impacted and inspired. Keep up to date with everything that's happening by visiting our website at www.lifechurchwarranty.com.